Hello and welcome to episode two of the Joyful Motherhood podcast. Thanks for joining me today. I'm so excited for you to hear my friend Cassandra's birth story. This is an incredible two-hour unassisted home birth story and not every birth goes this way. And as Cassandra explains it, it was painless. So I think this is an incredible story to hear. I'm so thankful for Cassandra for joining me on this podcast. So this audio was taken from a Zoom call. We just chatted as friends and she was able to tell me her story again. After several years, I hadn't heard it in a while. Cassandra and I have known each other for almost five years and we were just instant friends. We have a lot of things in common and very similar values and beliefs. Cassandra is a mom to two beautiful girls, Brielle and Aveza, and she's a homeschool mom. Today she is sharing with us her very first birth story, and that is why it's also so surprising that she had a two-hour labor with her first baby. It was so unexpected that the midwife missed it and showed up afterwards. You'll hear in the story, it's a little bit choppy. That's my fault. I had some troubles with the audio, so we'll definitely get better. I do want to say that Cassandra's midwife has a great reputation. She's attended over 400 births, and you really can't anticipate this kind of experience, and through bad luck, she missed it, but things went really well. All right, here we go, Cassandra's birth story. Hi, I'm Laura from the blog MyJoyfulMotherhood.com. I'm a doula, birth educator, student midwife, and mother to three. Join me as I talk about what I'm most passionate about, motherhood. From pregnancy, birth, and breastfeeding to natural health and parenting, let's find joy, peace, contentment, and balance in motherhood. The night of September 30th, about 10.30 or so, I thought I felt something going on. Like, I was just like, something, something's wrong. Like, I feel like I have to go to the bathroom. We were getting ready to go to bed, but I was like, I really need to go to the bathroom and my husband was like okay whatever so I get up I go to the bathroom and like sit on the toilet nothing's happening I was like what what's going on so I sit in I was like I just I think something's going on I sat in the bathroom for a little while and then Nathan came in and was like what's what's wrong I'm like maybe we should call Rebecca kind of see what's going on my midwife so he gets on the phone with Rebecca and he's like, Cassandra thinks something's happening. Like, she doesn't feel okay. She feels like she has to use the bathroom, but nothing's happening. Like, what, what should we do? And at, she's like, answered, I'm at another birth right now. I'm about an hour away. I'm just wrapping things up so I can be there soon. My midwife had, at that point, had had over 400 births. So she had a lot of births under her belt, like a lot of first-time moms and stuff. And so she's talking with me. I don't think you're in labor just by the sound of your voice. She's like, but I can wrap things up here, be there in an hour. I was like, oh yeah, okay, that's that's fine. Like, I think you should come. Like, just just come. So she hung up the phone with me and she wrapped things up at her other birth. And, you know, I heard this later of as she was getting in her car to leave to come to me, she got another call from another mom who was a third time mom was like, I'm in labor, come to me. So she was like, Oh, okay. She didn't call me back. <laughs> she tossed her phone into the cup holder and the other mom was on the way to me. So she figured if something happens, she can, you know, reroute back when, you know, 
batteries fell out of phones all the time, unbeknownst to her. So she didn't hear anything from us, didn't think that big of a deal of everything. So anyways, back with us, at that point, I was like, I'm just going to take a bath. I get in the bathtub and I ended up telling Nathan, I was like, you should fill the birth tub. Like, just, just fill the birth tub because he was like being frantic. Like, are you okay? Like, is anything going on? And I was like, just leave me alone. Like, seriously, leave me alone. So I had him filling the bathtub. He was getting frustrated and pissed off and like just angry and like, what is going on? So at that point, I was like, something, something is happening here. And I reached down and I could feel a head. And I was like, uh-oh. So I was like, Nathan, call Rebecca, tell Rebecca to come here. He tries Rebecca, he's trying her, he's trying her, he's not getting anything. And he finally comes to me and was like, okay, Rebecca's not answering, who do you want me to call? And I was like, well, call Tiffany, because she was supposed to be here, because she's supposed to take pictures. He's like, okay, well, I'll call Tiffany. But he's like, Tiffany's not going to be any help. Who do I call? And I gave him the answer of my friend, Aaron, who had given birth to her son two weeks before me. Mm-hmm. So Aaron <laughs> picks up the phone 11.15 or so. Yeah. So Aaron packed up her baby and she has, she had six, that was her seventh kid. So she had six kids and she and her husband were like, okay, well, we need to go now. At that point, I was all happy. Like everything is great. Everything is wonderful. And Aaron walks in the door and she was like, automatic like just leave her alone she's good everything is great then go help Nathan with the pool and like she took over like I could hear her voice in between everything like it was like everything shut out during the set during all of my contractions and stuff so it was really cool peaceful was so weird and there was like no pain whatsoever it was a very strange birth like and I just remember coming to at one point and then Nathan saying pool's ready if you want to get in so Aaron and Tiffany were like okay let's get her in the pool they go to lift me up and her head dropped like kind of in between my legs not like fully out but like probably about right here Mm -hmm. and I was like oh okay and we sort of like waddled walked to the pool they helped me in and like in half conscious State, I was like there's no liner in the pool we need to put the liner in the pool found out later we didn't need to have the liner in the pool so I was kind of disappointed in that so they get me out of the pool and as I'm getting out her head comes fully out mm-hmm. and so I was like well I'm here and so I was like on my hands and knees with my arms like down like that and I remember Aaron just like telling me you got to push you got to push at a few points because Erin had never give, had like human birth on her own and she'd only delivered like goats and cows and stuff and mm-hmm. Brielle's hands were like this and so she was worried because she'd lost calves and stuff like that and so she was like you gotta push honey you gotta push like it's okay and I was like no no it's okay like everything is fine contraction will be coming in a minute I'm good like another contraction comes and then I just remember her sliding out, Aaron catching her, and, like, then going up into my bed, like, there was absolutely no pain. And then I just remember the next point, it was probably, like, 20 minutes later, but it felt so much longer for, like, the placenta coming out, and it hurt so bad, but it felt really close together. But, yeah, so my midwife ended up making it 
about 15, 20 minutes after I had the placenta and she was like apologizing up and down and we were like, it's okay. Like everything turned out great. Like the baby's fine. I'm fine. Like this was like the best thing we could ever ask for. And from start to finish, from the time I called Rebecca, which was at about 10.30, to Brielle being born, it was 12.40. So yeah, so it was 10.40 on September 29th that I went into labor and 12.40 a.m. September 30th that I had her. Wow. Yeah, so it was like two hours. A two-hour labor, that's like, insane. For a first-time baby, which was amazing. Yeah, that is so cool, Cassandra. That's like one of my favorite stories ever. That's so cool. It was definitely a crazy birth story. Yeah. So now I can't wait for the next time you come on and tell me your next birth story. Was it much different? Was it surprising? Yes. It was It was uh, going from a two-hour labor to an eight-and-a-half-hour labor that was filled with a lot of pain. Wow. Okay. So we can look forward to that story someday, yeah? <laughs> yes, definitely. Okay, so I have a couple of questions for you. Is that okay? Yep. All right. Looking back on this experience, what was the most difficult part of the whole experience? If you had to pick something hard, you know, what was hard for you about this birth? About the, there wasn't much about the birth that was hard, but her pregnancy was definitely hard. I struggled a lot. So I was fine until I hit 14 weeks. And from 14 weeks to 25 weeks, I was extremely sick to the point where I could not keep hardly anything down and lost a bunch of weight. So I would say that like being pregnant was the hardest part with her. Yeah, that's super, super hard to go through. I'm so sorry. I've, I've been so sick in my pregnancies. I know exactly what that's like. And it is not fun, huh? <laughs> no. It is incredible the stuff we have to go through that we can manage to get through to get our babies here. So you are a rock star for going through that. All right. So another question is, is there anything you wish you did differently or anything you wish you had known beforehand before this birth? I wish that I would have known that I didn't have to have the liner in the pool. So I could have had her in the pool. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I don't know if there's much else with that birth. Yeah. So did you have a water birth with your second baby? Yes, I did. Okay. I just want to ask you personally, did you notice a difference? Yes. So did you like Definitely. the water or no? I love the water. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome because I've, I've experienced both now and I'm like, the water was so much better. And so I'm mad at myself that I didn't have the water the, this last time. So I was wondering if you had noticed a difference too. <laughs> Yeah, I did notice a difference, but it was like the two births are so completely different. I was in a lot of pain with Aveza and none with Brielle. So like, I wish I would have had her in, a, in the water because I can't imagine of how much different it would have been of like the peace that comes in that being in the water. Yeah. But I'm still not like totally torn up about it. I'm just kind of sad that I didn't get to have her in the water. Yeah. Okay. So um, my third and final question is, in what ways were you able to find joy 
during and all of this experience, whether in your pregnancy, the birth, or afterwards? Definitely during pregnancy was, like, Nathan helping me out and, like, friends encouraging me of, like, it'll get better. And then through God, like, that alone, that is where I find my most joy. And then during labor, it was just with friends and being surrounded by friends, especially my friend Erin, who helped me so much through that of, like, I don't think I could have done it without her there. And I don't think that Nathan would have been all there if it hadn't been for Ben. So like just having friends that are willing to drop everything and like take their two week old to a birth in the middle of the night, like that of just having friends there Mm -hmm. definitely helped during labor. Yeah. That's really incredible that Erin was in that space for you right when you needed her. Like, isn't that incredible that she had just had a baby. And so this is fresh on her mind (laughs) and um, for her to, you know, experience that with you and know exactly what you're going through and to be there to support you. That's really cool. And definitely something I believe is like God puts people in our life to help us through hard things. And I've seen that happen in my life a lot. And so I think that's true for your situation. I can't thank you enough for doing this for me and being a part of this birth community. I think it's really helpful for moms to be able to hear stories like yours to feel empowered and know that they can do it too. Thank you. Wow, wasn't that an incredible birth story? I can't thank Cassandra enough for being on this podcast with me. This is really part of my vision for the podcast is hearing from other moms as they go through their experiences, then share it with us. And I think we can just learn so much from these stories, good and bad. Um, Maybe we'll hear stories in the future that things did not turn out well. And we can kind of just decide for ourselves what decisions would we make differently in in those situations and no judgment towards the moms that come on my podcast and share their story everyone is doing the best they know how but i think there's a lot of room for improvement in our birth culture and so let's just start by getting those stories out there and let's talk about it and let's see is there anything we wish we did differently because i know there is for me in my birth story that will be next week my birth story will go live um with my first son and you'll be able to see that things didn't go as planned and then I was able to make better decisions in the future. So tune in every week to my podcast and there will definitely be more birth stories in the future as well as more mom-related content of things that I'm dealing with in my life. So thank you so much for listening and share this with your friends, leave me a review. If you'd like to share your birth story with mothers in our Joyful Motherhood community, please send me a message on my Instagram, Joyful Motherhood Official. Don't forget to check out my blog, myjoyfulmotherhood.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week.